Welcome to another episode of the Guys with God podcast called Sharing Our Struggles, where we discuss the everyday challenges and frustrations that all men go through during their lives at one time or another. We like to talk about how we've dealt with them from both our past experiences and from what God reveals to us through his word. Now, here's today's episode. Good morning. Today is another episode of our podcast, Sharing Our Struggles with Guys with God. And this morning, I'm here with my good friend, Mark. And today, we're going to talk about the importance of having accountability people in your lives. Um, One or two guys, at least, that you have in your life that you're able to be open with and honest with, that you're able to share your life with and share your struggles with, and guys that will uh, tell you things that you need to hear, not what you want to hear. So good morning, Mark. Um, How are you this morning? And I'd like to uh, just talk a little bit about uh, the importance of and what having a a guy in your life or men in your life that kind of help you walk through life. Right on. Thanks, Ron. Good morning. It's a great topic. Um, I was very reluctant in the beginning to have to share my life with anybody but i've learned over the years i don't know how i can operate without having what i call accountability partners in my life Um, the way it looks for me is this my head likes to think it's in charge and if i'm stay stuck in my own head without other people's opinions or perspectives what i see becomes the only right way and the problem I've learned is because I'm a prideful person and I'm a fearful person, pride and fear take over and distort the facts. And I don't start, I stop seeing things in reality and start seeing things the way I think or feel they should be. And that usually gets me into a lot of trouble. So why I like accountability partners is these are men that I trust that can speak into my life and help me see things from not only their perspective, but also from God's perspective, as well as from life's perspective, from life's experiences. So I really am glad we're talking about this this morning. Yeah, for me, um, I can't um, put into words what it's meant for me uh, the last few years of my life to have someone in my life, to have a couple of guys uh, in my life that uh, I go to when I'm struggling with things. Most of my life, I lived just trying to handle everything on my own, trying to figure that I can do things, I can figure things out myself. I don't need anybody. Um, that uh, and that society taught us or teaches us, and our culture teaches us is that us as men, we're supposed to be lone wolves. We're supposed to be strong. We're supposed to take it like a man. We're supposed to figure everything out for ourselves and just to deal with it. And most of my life I lived that way and my life was, it was complete mess. I was, I was never going anywhere. I was always feelings of frustration, angry, and mostly I felt a sense of lack of self-worth. I never really felt good about myself because I've always struggled. I was never able to talk with anybody to kind of share the things that I was going through and uh, to make me see things through a different set of lenses because uh, going through my life by myself, I only saw things with blinders on. I only saw things my way, which I always thought was the, was the best way. And most of the time it was the wrong way. So for me, having somebody that I can go to in my life, a couple of guys uh, has just really made a huge difference. And God has done some amazing things through me 
in and through the men that he has put in my life. So Mark, um, as far as the, getting these accountability partners, when would you say, uh, when did you actually start uh, having guys and seeking out guys in your life to help you walk through your problems? I think, Ron, for me it started when I first got sober almost 31 years ago. Um, I was raised like you, every man's a lone wolf, never share your feelings, stuff everything down, mm -hmm. never talk about it, and no matter what, you're always having a good day. That's all you're going to ever let people see. But obviously, for for the reasons that led me into the, the, the halls of the 12-step meetings, that didn't work too well for me. <laughs> so when I saw these men fellowshipping and talking with other men, and not just talking sports, not just talking about ball games or cars, but actually, how's your wife doing? How's the job going? All these intimate questions that I was raised or thought I should not even be talking about, these guys were not only talking to each other about it, but they were supporting each other. Mm -hmm. Not calling each other losers, or not calling each other, well, if you weren't such a, such a, a screw-up, you wouldn't be having these problems. They weren't doing that. They were supporting each other and helping each other not only see problems but also offering solutions mm -hmm. and i thought man i've got to have that i've got to have that and i think the, the first episode that i ever had my sponsor took me to a pool hall where you shoot billiards mm -hmm. and two drunks going to a pool hall well that's another story but anyway we're there he picks up one of the pool the, the cue ball the big white cue ball and he says you see this in my hand i'm like yeah he says you can see the whole room can't you i'm like yeah then he put the cue ball right up to my face, so it blocked my view. He says, now what do you see? I said, well, all I can see is the cue ball. He says, that's exactly it. When you get lost in your own head with your own thoughts, all you can see is what your mind's letting you see. Mm -hmm. He goes, this is why you need others in your life. And that's what sealed the deal for me, Ron. Yeah, the, the one something that you just said that um, hit me was uh, stuffing my thought, thoughts and my feelings. Um, living my life by myself, not having those men in my life that I can, I can turn to, that I can talk about things that I'm struggling with. Um, all I did for all these years was just stuff my feelings, stuff my thoughts, stuff my problems. And, um, thinking, uh, that I was the only one that had those problems. And, uh, and for years that was, that was not for me, that was, it never really, nothing, nothing ever really turned out well for me. Uh, I would stuff those feelings and stuff those feelings and um, especially during the, the relationship with my wife during my marriage, stuffing those feelings and it got to a point where everything was built up inside of me and I would just explode and I would just say all kinds of things that were that were not very pleasant, that were uh, very nasty to my wife. Um, for me, when I started realizing that um, I was having some issues and that I wasn't, I was out of control. I couldn't handle the things that I was going with. For me, it was back a few years ago, I was going through some issues with my relationship with my marriage. And I had a friend of mine that um, I had saw that he had been a little bit further down the road with his relationship. He had been married a little bit longer. Uh, so I finally swallowed my pride uh, and just took the first step as far as uh, started to meet with him. And I started for the first time, started sharing a little bit of the things that I was going through, some of my problems. Um, and it was it was a huge eye opener 
being able to, to, to get those things out that I was stuffing and actually having someone who had gone through some of the things that I had gone through and also see things from a different perspective, not from the way I saw things. And over time, the more comfortable I got with him, the more I started opening up myself to him and actually sharing my feelings and then realizing that um, I wasn't meant to be able to keep everything to myself. Uh, I started seeing some positive changes in my life. And the, the more the changes that became positive, the more my relationships got better, the more I wanted to, to, to keep meeting with him and the more I w felt comfortable and the more I kept doing that and just kept being more consistent with um, meeting with him. And since then, it's, it's, it's grown into where I've got more comfortable with reaching out to a couple of other men. And uh, it's, just, it's just amazing what having guys in your life that have gone through the same things you have gone through, realizing that your problems are not uh, inclusive just to yourself, that every guy basically has the same type of problems, and that being able to share those problems with other men, it's just been a huge blessing in my life. Absolutely. It's, I love to hit on a, a, a point that, that kind of reminded me what I used to think. I, I used to think that I was, like you said, the only guy in the world with these problems. Therefore, nobody would understand. And it got pointed out to me pretty quickly, I was suffering from terminal uniqueness. And that's where my head thinks I'm the only guy suffering this. But it's been funny to me over the years, most men I talk to suffer from the same fears, the same anxieties, the same frustrations that we all do. Mm -hmm. I mean, even when I've, I've worked with guys, you know, in, in, my, in my accountability partner groups, I've had engineers, I've had medical professionals, I've had people with way more degrees than I'll ever even be able to attain, way smarter than me, but when we boil it all down, we're still just basically guys suffering from the problems life throws at us mm -hmm. and making the mistake of trying to solve those problems on our own with our own head. And so I found, not only by sharing my problems, but also sharing my solutions with others, I've been able to learn. By listening to other guys, it's been able to help me head off, heading down. You know, I'll get on a path, and I don't know how to get off the path. Mm -hmm. But listening to other guys' stories have been down that path further. That helps motivate me to get off that path of destructiveness. And that's one thing I love about having accountability partners. Not only, like you said, do they have a different perspective and they can see things differently, but I love the fact that a lot of guys have had that experience already, and they can help guide me back onto the right path and away from making further mistakes or from really screwing things up because left to my own vices, I can really screw a lot of things up. Now, the other good thing I like about having accountability partners is not one person knows everything about everybody and everything in life. So the more I can have, the merrier. Mm -hmm. I've got guys in my life that know the Bible backwards and forwards, and I love those guys because they can show me where I need to read it in Scripture. Um, the, the one I wanted to share here real quick was James Chapter 5, verse 19, it says, My brothers, if one of you should wander from the truth, then someone should bring them back. And to me, that's the definition of the accountability partner. I start wandering off the path. I need you. I need Kirk. I need some of the guys in my life, Dave and them. I need them to come and say, hey, brother, when you get you back. Yeah. And not in a punishing mode, but in a brotherly love mode. And that's the thing I've learned about my ability to take feedback now i know this is different for you or not ron but i find myself 
when a brother's calling me out, because I've given them permission to call me out, and I find myself going on the defensive, I find myself getting angry, I find myself, my blood boiling, what I've learned is it's not because what they're saying is wrong, it's because what they're telling me is the truth, and I'm not ready or willing to hear it yet. And so that's my cue from the Lord and from my own personal experience that I need to take that feedback, pray about it, and even talk about it and get that anger out of me so I can bring in that willingness to make the changes I need to change. Have you ever encountered any of that during getting some feedback from your accountability partners? Oh, definitely, yeah. And as you were talking, it, it, it was made me think of uh, probably the biggest step or the biggest thing that helped me start going down the path of having accountability partners is realizing how prideful I am, mm. how prideful I was, or I still am. Because uh, for me, having that, that pride, thinking that um, is that uh, my way is the best way, I don't need any help. I was uh, raised as, he says, most men probably are, and as our culture and society tells us, as I mentioned earlier, is that we're supposed to be strong, we're supposed to be lone wolves, we're supposed to figure it out for ourselves. And my pride kept me thinking that, you know, I don't need anybody help. Hmm. You know, I, I know I have all the answers. I know I know how I am. I know what the way I'm supposed to do. Everything is, is the right way. It's the best way. And, um, you know, that's just how I was, how I was, went about my life thinking. And then when I was able, actually able to start working on my pride and realizing that I was stuck, I wasn't going anywhere. Uh, my relationships were not the greatest. They weren't what I wanted them to be. Um, I said, you know what, let me, uh, let's, I've heard about this accountability partners. I've been raised in the church where they talked about having all this. So I said, you know, let me try that. Um, so I started meeting with my first friend a few years ago and then it, all of a sudden the, the light bulb went on. Uh, like you said, um, having someone in your life that you have given permission to, to speak the truth in your life, to call you out when you're doing things, when you're messing up, when you're, when you uh, are doing things that are not really the right way, uh, that has been a huge blessing. Uh, having someone that you trust, that you have them call you out on your things, that you, that will hold you accountable. Uh, like you said, uh, there's times when um, I don't necessarily like what I'm hearing, <laughs> but having the people in your life, these accountability partners, these other men that tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. That has been a huge part in my growth and as, as me moving closer into the man that God has created all of us to be, it has improved my relationships. Um, yeah, and the thing is, is being open to listening to what these men are telling me that I need to hear, not what I want to hear. Um, it's one thing to hear those things. The other thing is, what am I going to do about it? Am I going to act on it? Am I going to realize that they're telling me out of it because if they love me, not just because they're just trying to be a hard ass or trying to just, uh, you know, tell their way upon me. It's just actually, it's something that I actually really need to hear. And my pride tells me that uh, when I get upset with that, it's because there's some, probably there is a little bit of truth to what they're telling me. Absolutely. It's one of my favorite lines. And if, if those that get emails from me, sometimes they see it on my signature. It says, take time to listen instead of waiting to speak. And that's how I help call myself out. When I'm getting feedback that I, either makes me uncomfortable or that I don't want to hear, mm -hmm. 
I have the, the, the private conversation in my head. Am I waiting to speak or am I taking the time to listen here? And that usually slows me down enough so I can actually listen to the feedback. Do I still like it? No. Do I still want to do it right away? No. But at least now I know another person that, that cares about me is seeing this and is feeling enough love for me to share it with concern that I need to look at it. Mm -hmm. And that's what I love about having the accountability partners. These are guys that I trust, that I respect, and I look up to. Mm -hmm. And what I mean by that is they're just as screwed up as I am. They're nobody perfect. But they at least know me well enough and I know them well enough that when they're saying something, I need to listen. Mm -hmm. And that's what's made the accountability partners for me work so well is I just don't let everybody everywhere know my whole business. That's right. just that's part of the guy's school thing. I don't know if you cut that class mm -hmm. as a kid or not, but we don't tell our business to everybody. Right. But having a handful of guys in my life that know my business, that know that I have a wife and a daughter, and know that I have these job concerns, and know that I have this going on, that helps me become a better man and a better child of God because I'm no longer that lone wolf. Mm -hmm. I'm walking with my pack. And I know they've got my back just as I have their back. And that gives me the good confidence that I seek, not the prideful confidence mm -hmm. that, that my that my soul will try to take over or my self-will tries to do, but the good confidence that the Lord wants me to have in my walk. And that's what I love about being able to not only share with my brothers, but to openly have my life available to them to examine and walk out with me. And the great part about this, at least for me, is nobody ever comes into a party saying, hey, Mark, great talk we had the other night about your you're, you're, you're being mad at your wife. No, accountability partners don't do that. Right. It stays between us, and that's the further it ever goes. And that's why I know that there's a good trust area there, and that's why I feel comfortable sharing. Yeah, and, and for me, uh, getting those accountability partners um, is, means I had to put myself in situations that I maybe wasn't comfortable with at first. And for me, it was uh, starting to go to men's groups, starting to... Uh, uh, hang around some other guys that are Christian men who are just not going to talk about ball scores or, um, you know, your job or just go have a couple of beers with at the, you know, at the bar or whatever, at the end of the day, it's, it's taking that step, joining groups, putting myself in situations where other men are, are, are at where, um, it, over a course of a, you know, a few months or whatever it was, is starting to open up myself a little bit, listening to other guys open up themselves listen to other men being vulnerable actually started making me feel more comfortable and actually being able to start opening up my life and start being more vulnerable about the struggles I'm having. And uh, as I went, put myself in some of these situations, I started getting to know other men, feeling more comfortable with them. And then it's just, God just has a way of, when you put yourself in those situations, he connected me with quite a few men who are, uh, to this day, are, are, I call my, my accountability partners, my really good friends, guys who I can be vulnerable with, guys who I can be honest with, guys who will tell me what I need to hear, not what I want to hear. And that's just been a great blessing and a huge impact in my life. And it's something that I, I see as my life gets better, my relationships get better. The more that happens to me, the more I want to be to keep, continue to do that, the more I reach out to these guys and the more that I, I keep seeking them. Good stuff, Ron. And just, just I think you agree with me. We won't get it right the first time because no. it's new and it's uncomfortable. I think it takes most guys between five and seven times going to a group mm -hmm. to not only become open to sharing, but to find those accountability partners. Right.
Yeah, and for me, like I said, it's just once I, I started with that and uh, I started getting a couple of these men in my life and I started to be open and more vulnerable to what's going on, sharing my struggles, realizing I'm not the only person that's going through these things, being able to listen to the advice of other men who have gone through the same things I have gone through. And sometimes I may even say something that actually helps somebody else. That's just a huge blessing. And it's something that has been a big part of my life. And it's what God calls us to be. He didn't call us to be lone wolves and to do life alone. We're supposed to be in community and in community with other men. And uh, we're supposed to be vulnerable, learn from each other. And uh, the more we do that, the more our lives become better and the more we, we grow into the spiritual men and the leaders that God has created us to be. Great job, Ron. Good talking with you today. Thanks so much for joining us on Guys with God. Thank you, guys, and have a great day. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you liked what you hear, please share it with a friend. Also, be sure to check out our Facebook page, Guys with God, and also our website, guyswithgod.com, where both places give you an opportunity to pose any questions that you may have from today's discussion or to post any topic that you may want to hear discussed in the future. Have a great day. Thanks for listening.